0: What is happening, my friends? Welcome back to the channel. Through a crazy turn of events, we are going to get Tony Ferguson versus Nate Diaz. The MMA gods have spoken. They have blessed us. Now, I did a breakdown for this fight a long time ago. That's not really relevant. This is going to be a new quick and dirty breakdown. Let's get into this matchup in 2022. All right, starting with El Kukui, Tony Ferguson. Tony stands at six feet tall, 76 and a half inch reach. Wrestling background, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt under 10th Planet Eddie Bravo. Mixed martial arts record: 25 wins, seven losses, 12 wins via KO, TKO, and eight wins via submission. That shows you just how dangerous Tony Ferguson is. Now Tony is on a four-fight skid, but he's losing to the best in the UFC. You got a loss to Justin Gaethje at UFC 249, which was difficult to watch. Tony got battered. I think that was just poor fight IQ. Relying on his chin and durability a little bit too much. Couldn't come back after a certain point of damage. Then he lost to Charles Oliveira at UFC 256. Pretty much dominated there. He got beat by Benil Dariush. Also a one-sided loss. And at UFC 274... Tony was looking real good. He was piecing Chandler up. I think he dropped him like twice or at least stunned him. I have to rewatch the fight, but he was doing work on Chandler. Timing was there. Reflexes gets taken down towards the end of the first round. Second round gets caught with a crazy kick. Damn near got his head punted off. First time Tony's ever been knocked out cold. Now talking about Tony's fight style and skill sets. He's very tricky on the ground. He's unorthodox, both standing and in grappling. Specializes in dart strokes. On the feet, Tony has knockout power. He has knocked out plenty. Always known to have superb cardio and conditioning. Kind of set the bar in some ways. Very similar to Nate Diaz and Nick. You got other guys out there like Colby Covington. But Tony is one of those dudes that has excellent cardio and conditioning. Tony's the type of guy. Ferguson has always been known for an ironclad chin. Like I said, that was the first time he got knocked out in a long-storied career against killers. Chandler caught him with a big kick. I think that would have put anybody out, in all fairness. But standing-wise, Tony's always moving, herky-jerky, awkward style, throws a barrage of attacks at you, punches, knees, kicks, elbows. I call him a human buzzsaw. Or like the MMA Tasmanian Devil. Don't get caught in that tornado. A tornado of razor blades. That's another thing. Tony has really sharp elbows. Known to just cut people up. As far as toughness, as tough as they come. Tony got pretty solid wrestling. I don't think he's one of the best MMA wrestlers. But he's no pushover. Moving on to Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz, 6 feet tall, 76 inch reach. Third-degree black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under Caesar Gracie. Mixed martial arts record: 20 wins, 13 losses. Nate is on a two-fight losing skid. Defeated by Leon Edwards at UFC 263. Nate was pretty much getting dominated that fight. He had a little moment and towards the end landed a good one-two on Leon. Almost had him out of there. Stunned him really bad. Against Masvidal at UFC 244. I feel like Nate was being dominated. He lost that fight via doctor stoppage, via cuts. At UFC 241, he defeated Anthony Pettis via unanimous decision. Before that, lost the fight to Conor McGregor at UFC 202. Talking about Nate's fight style. Just like Tony Ferguson, one of the toughest to ever do it, Nate's an absolute dog. You have to pretty much kill him to get him out of there. One of the best chins we've ever seen in a sport. Cardio conditioning through the roof. There's actually a lot of similarities to Tony. There's differences, but a lot of similarities. Nate has really sharp Brazilian jiu-jitsu and grappling. Nothing flashy. Just solid fundamentals. By the book. Textbook jiu-jitsu. Really good at chokes, arm bars, triangles, you name it. We've even seen Nate go for leg locks. Standing, Nate Diaz is just like his brother Nick. A lot of volume. Even though I think Nick has more power. Nate has solid boxing, technical as well. Deceptive the way he strikes. Doesn't look like there's a lot of pop to his punches. Doesn't look like there's a lot of speed or explosiveness. But he changes timing of his strikes to kind of like bait you and trick you. He has a really good one-two. Nate has a pretty solid gauge of distance, in my opinion. Something similar to Tony, he relies on his durability, toughness, and chin a little too much sometimes, but he absorbs, dishes out like three times what you dish out, and he just overwhelms you. So it's like pitter-patter, 60-70% high volume, death by a thousand paper cuts, Nate will wear you out. He'll throw an occasional low kick, but Nate's stand-up game is mostly boxing. All right, the matchup. How could this fight play out in 2022, Saturday, tomorrow? I'm going to say that prime versus prime, I would always go with Tony Ferguson. I think a prime Tony is a bad matchup for Nate. He's one of the few guys that can match Nate in the cardio and conditioning. I feel like Tony's ground game is high level enough, skilled enough, and crafty enough To more than survive with Nate on the ground. I mean, I will be shocked if Nate Diaz taps out Tony Ferguson. Who's stronger? I'm gonna go with Tony. Who's got better wrestling? Tony. Who has more power in their hands? Tony. Who's tougher? Equal. Cardio and conditioning? Damn near equal. Who's more technical on the feet? I'm gonna go with Nate. But the thing is, Nate has less tools on the feet. Tony Ferguson can make up the lack of technique. With his volume and diversity, Tony's going to throw everything at you. If he sees there's a weakness with low kicks, he's going to exploit that. He's going to throw spinning back fists, spinning elbows, front kicks up the middle, body kicks, jabs, straights, lead uppercuts, rear uppercuts. It's just everything. Nate is so seasoned and tough that I don't really see him getting overwhelmed per se, but it might be tricky dealing with Tony on the feet, especially because Tony got some hard fists. I don't see Nate taking Tony down. I think if Tony wants to keep the fight on a feet, he will. I don't see Nate having the power to knock Tony out. I can see Tony being stopped via TKO only if he's completely gassed. Same thing with being subbed by Nate. Can't really see that happening. Now, I was talking about Prime versus Prime. But honestly, a lot of what I said still applies today. I'm going with Tony Ferguson. I'm going to say Tony via decision. I don't think he would finish Nate. Nate is so damn durable, but I could see a doctor stoppage via cuts. Kind of what happened in a Masvidal fight with Nate. Quickly again, I don't think Nate's going to be able to take it to the ground. I don't see Tony gassing out. I think Tony offers more in the feet. He's been working at Jackson Wink and working with Freddie Roach. I expect Tony to come in sharp. He was looking good against Chandler. I think skill set versus skill set. This fight favors Tony unless tony completely ages overnight and has nothing in there for nate tony via decision you guys let me know in the comment section who takes this fight and why i'm stoked about it i've always wanted to see this fight i think this is going to be legendary it's going to be a banger way more evenly matched fight everything happens for a reason this is better than nate versus hamzak drop those thoughts guys appreciate you watching the video If you enjoyed it first time at the channel, consider hitting that subscribe button. Best way to show support, like and share. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Enjoy the fight and we will come back and talk about them. Later, guys.